Hey guys, Patty from GorillaCast here. Just going to give you a quick introduction into episode 14 of GorillaCast. We call this one family because I sat down with the father and daughter team of Josh and Talia Greats from Barossa and Muay Thai. Uh, this was a really cool episode for me personally because I have a lot of history with Josh and Talia and the Greats family in Barossa and Muay Thai. They played a huge part in my journey into Muay Thai and into competing and training and everything else. Um, Josh's brother Jerome was actually in my corner for my first fight so yeah they helped me cut weight and everything back then when I first started out and yeah it was really cool to sit down and and reminisce with Josh and talk about all those old stories and how he first started and when he first started Barossa Muay Thai and he shared and when Talia got involved and how he feels about um, coaching Talia as a father as well and the emotional connection involved there uh, we spoke a lot about all sorts of other stuff like Corona and everything else, you know, that everyone's talking about. It's the hot topic at the minute, but this is a yeah really cool episode to do. Um, Josh and Talia are just awesome people. Um, Josh is an awesome coach. He's just a great guy, and Talia's got such a huge future in the sport. You know, she's such a cool personality, and she's a really talented fighter. So, yeah, this is a great episode. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoy it just as much as I did. Um, I won't say too much more. I'll just let you guys have a listen. It's a long episode, but it's definitely worth a listen. So hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. Here is uh, episode 14, Family with Josh and Talia Greats from Barossa Muay Thai. We're on. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this again without Zach, though. Right? Maybe it was Zach that weighed us down last time. <laughs> Sounds about right. I take every chance I can to take a shot at Zach when he's not here. So. <laughs> he loves it. Yeah, he's good for it. Yeah. All right, well, welcome back. Second time around. Thank Deja you. vu. Yeah, Thank I know, right? Yeah. We've done um, a couple of trial runs before we got going to make sure that this one records <laughs> properly. An hour practice session. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might be running shit to talk about now. Yeah, that's right. It was a good nap, good hour, good hour chat. We'll it was to... last time. It yeah. was, yeah. But I mean, we could have more to talk about this time, which is good. Um, I've picked up a few more things. I, I was going to tell you just before, Luke... Just got done um, doing a breakdown of DC and Stipe that you might let Mandy ask for. Ah, yes, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, she's, um, she's a big DC fan. Yeah, I like DC. I mm. like him. I didn't like him when he first came around, um, but yeah, I like him now. I think he's good. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't even introduce you guys when we started. <laughs> Just assume that everyone knows. If you, in case you don't know, I'm here with Josh and Talia, greats from Barossa Muay Thai. Uh, we tried to do this a couple of weeks ago, but they're recording stuffed up, so. We're doing a, another second take round with just me, Josh, and Talia this time. So yeah, what's been going on? Not much. Just training. Year that. twelve, school, busy, training, just balancing that. Balancing um, all of that. Hoping to get something, something pick up. Hopefully, like some sort of fight or sparring. Or yeah. Just... Well, last time we were talking, we were talking about you looking for boxing as well, eh? Yep. Yeah. Get into the boxing. Just trying to have a better chance yeah. getting a matchup. Yeah, yeah. I um I was actually on the phone to Carly the other day yep. about Pride and about heaps of we were on the phone for about, I don't know, forty minutes or something, talking about all sorts of stuff. But she brought up that she's doing a MTA developmental day. Mm. I actually rang her just before we did this to make sure I could talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> In case she was like keeping it secret or something. Yeah. But she said, nah, it's all good. So yeah, no, that's cool. I as soon as she because I remember when I spoke to you at sparring the other week, I said, oh, we should organise something, you know, So, because we've got plenty of up-and-coming guys that are keen to get in and spar with other people. They're sick of getting beaten up by everyone in the gym. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Sick of punching the same faces every yeah, week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. 
Um, but yeah, that developmental day would be sweet. Yeah, I think. especially now that Pride's Pride's been cancelled or postponed, I should say. Yeah, the development day gives the um, you know, especially the newbies exactly to, to look forward to. Yeah, um, um, fighters that have been around for a while, like like they, you know. I guess frustrating not getting matchups, but mm. you can get you sort of you can adjust to it more as if some experienced fighter. But like I've got a whole bunch of guys now, like all girls actually, like Tessa that you sparred with. Yeah. Nicole's only had one fight, and then Ali, um, you know, that are all pretty inexperienced that would love to have a go. Mm. So that development today would be perfect for them. Yeah, be sweet. Yeah, like just a step up from an inter club. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully, and we we should have enough people to fill a card. Yeah, yeah. I've said to Dad, I'm that desperate for a fight. I'll fight boys, I'll fight girls, I'll fight (laughs) anyone. Like, just put my name down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a few experienced guys just do an exhibition bounce at the end or something, you know? Yep. Just so people get, especially the newbies, get another look at more experienced guys with quality technique and all that. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Even even if it's got to be fully padded, then yeah. so be it, you know. Yeah. Just get a hit out. Just a bit of a play. Yeah. yeah. I reckon some of those exhibition bouts sometimes turn out sometimes better to watch because guys actually relax more yes. and have heaps There's of fun. no pressure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're not trying to like KO each other mm. or, you know, kill each other. So it's like just nice and technical. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen some beautiful technique at, at interclubs probably yeah. for that reason. People are a bit more relaxed. Yeah. And, um, Actually, yeah. there was a good one at um, one of the ones that Universal hosted. Anthony Gilbert and um, Heath Blackie from. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They sparred each other. Oh, that would have been. Was, good. It was awesome because yeah. they were just smiling and having fun and just jumping around. Yeah. And, and but the, the technique was really clean. It was really good to watch. That was cool. Yeah. So Pride being cancelled is a bit of a bummer. Though. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Understandable. Understandable, but. But yeah, it sucks. It's a bit disappointing. Shout out to Carly for trying so yeah. hard to make well it. Love, Carly. You, love yeah. you, Carly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she works her ass off. So. But yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. But you know what we do. Yeah, hands are tied, really. Eh? And Ethan as well. Ethan Shep trying to make Knees of Fury happen mm. in yeah. August it didn't happen. And I mean, Trad rang me <laughs> already early in the year, and he said, "I don't think we'll bother this year with Barossa Blitz." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, that's." I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can. I can be a little bit like it's just too hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's too hard. I admire those people who keep trying. Yeah. Um, actually, the reason the reason we we were late tonight is we're just about to walk out the door and got got a call. She might have a match up at the next SA boxing show. Oh, sweet! So they're determined to put a show on, whether they've got to like totally restrict numbers and they they're, they're going to have it live streamed. Yeah, we could. Um, and just maybe you know have three spectators per 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 competitor or something like yep. that so or even just like the corner and just yeah, no yeah. spectators yeah yeah well that's what carly was telling me about that developmental day as well she said uh like no spectators yeah yep. and i think that's even better as well because it takes a bit of the pressure off the guys mm. like because mm. um, even at interclub sometimes you heaps of people yeah. rocking up yeah. you know and it does still put a little bit of pressure on yeah on some of the guys that have never competed before or never done anything like that before so yeah i like the no spectator thing it's funny watching UFC with no spectators. Yes, it is. Yes. It's strange. You hear every shot. Shot, you know, yeah. And, and the shot. corner yelling. Yeah. And so he, and funny. The fighters talk all the time about that. They, they can hear the commentators and what the commentators yes. are saying. Yes. So even I didn't the even commentators, think of that. Yeah, the commentators are coming out and saying, we have to be careful with what we're saying now because some of the fighters get pissed off at them for yeah. like <laughs> being biased or, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a weird dynamic, yeah. eh? Like yeah. As soon as you take that crowd noise out, it's like a completely different dynamic. Yeah, it's yep. going to be weird. But hopefully hopefully this matchup 
sticks. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we spoke about this in the failed recording, but how many pullouts you've had. Yeah. Like, yeah. Basically saying... up to a year of putting my, like now, it's gone a year of me putting my name down for every single show possible and just not getting anything or Corona happening. Yeah. Or that sort of stuff. So. Yeah. I'm itching to get in. Fucking Corona, man. Yeah. I was so close. I know. Corona happened. Five days later, I was matched for my first ever boxing fight. The next weekend, I was matched on Pride. Like... <laughs> yeah, it was all looking good. It was It was going to be awesome. And then I, we were going to do the podcast. Yeah, that's... Yeah. It was yeah. going to be killer. I was going to have so much to talk about. Yeah, That's, yeah. that's right. We yeah. were going to try and pull off the uh, amateur boxing bout and then a um, full tie rules bout yep. seven days later. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, obviously everyone talks about it all the time, but how Corona just sort of killed all the momentum this year. Because like, our gym as well, we had a really good run last year mm. for our first year. We were pretty busy, um, had a couple of wins, had a couple of good fights, and then um, this year was looking even busier. We had a big fight team coming into this year, and then it was just like, wow. Yep, pretty and much. All just gone, and now some of those guys that were gonna fight aren't training anymore because they're like oh no I miss my family and stuff which is fair mm. it's totally fair um, yes like a couple of the guys have said oh I didn't really realise what I was missing out on by being at training all the time so mm. Corona sort of made them realise that they want to be at home with their family which is fair yeah it's good but yeah. I don't have to worry about that yeah <laughs> it, just, it just made me bored to be yeah. honest <laughs> yeah I was going insane did like, I I was I try to explain it to people because you know, people that have never trained at a martial arts club or a moist, you know, whatever, whatever martial art it is, don't understand the dynamic of it. You know, like it's like people that you're happy to go train with all the time, and it's not, it's not like going to the gym and just fucking doing weights with your headphones on. Yeah, you know, it's like because everyone's like, oh, "Why can't just train at home?" It's like, what? What am I gonna fucking stick my pads to my wall? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, And there's no different relationship between you and people that you punch in the face. Yeah, that's like, right. Like, there's nothing that compares to that. Yeah, yeah. and everyone usually, as, as long as your coach is onto it, you've got a good group of people. You know, mm-hmm. like you get rid of people that don't fit in or, you know, cause toxic environments or whatever and you keep a really good core group of people and it's like a little happy place. It's yeah. like, especially when you go on work every day and you come and like sort of escape from work and just go train with friends and beat each other up and have yeah. a laugh, you know. Yeah. And that sort of culture, because I've been a part of that since I was a child. Yep. You know, I started training <laughs> with Kevin and with you guys back, back then. So I've been, it's been a big part of my life for a long time and then it was just gone. And mm. not just the gym was gone, but fight shows and like the whole scene altogether. Exactly. It was just gone. It was driving me fucking nuts. I was yeah. on such a roll. I'd come off that win at Barros and I was just ready to get back in and yeah. it was looking so good. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. It's just shit. I mean, you keep trying to tell yourself, ah, it's just postponing. Like, we'll just get back into yeah. it later, you know? <laughs> yeah. But then, because then it was looking good. Like we had all that run of like no cases and mm-hmm. restrictions were getting eased and that. And now it's like back to, you know, they're starting to put restrictions and that on. Like what did they come out with today? They're going to have a, a COVID safety marshal in gyms now. Yeah, gyms and licensed pre- um, premises. Yeah. So you can't go to the gym in a 24-hour pass or anything like that. There's going to be someone there by the sounds of it. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't know what that means for like a gym like mm. mine. Mm. I mean... And do you have to train to be a COVID marshal? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> what... I mean, they haven't really come out with any details yet. They've just said COVID safe marshal, whatever a fucking COVID safe marshal is. But 
I was talking about in the gym today. We were saying like, because all they're supposed to do is um, make sure that you're not exceeding like your capacity, like your one person per two square meters or whatever yep. it is. And for us in that just that front room alone, we have to have forty people to ex- to exceed that. Okay. Many. Yep. So yep. we never we've never had forty people in yep. the front room yeah. ever. You know, the biggest class I think we've ever had in there was like eighteen people or something, and that was like Squish. easy. You know, so. I'd putting a marshal in there would just be a fucking waste <laughs> of time. It'd just be yeah. a waste of time. He'd just be sitting there watching ten people train, like you know. I, I get if they want to do spot checks like once or twice a week, that'd be whatever. But actually hmm. having someone come and sit in your gym every night, <laughs> fucking stupid. But you can understand, I suppose, with the big commercial gyms where they just got people coming yeah. and going as they please, yeah. and yeah, at the anytime fitness. Or, yeah, yeah. Where they got like heaps more members. I don't think they'll bother with small gyms like mine. I hope not. <laughs> That's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> like, how are they going to police it at our little shed? Yeah, exactly. Our little shed yeah, gym. Yeah. Going to yeah. come to our house and walk in our backyard. And... Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it's more um, like businesses. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 yeah I think. And, I, and still, I, I personally think they won't bother with gyms. Like yeah, that, hopefully you know? not. Hopefully not. <laughs> they got to. They got to find us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're hidden. Yeah. We're secret. Yeah, that's right. Out of the back Spike there. Fight club. Fight club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, let's talk about that then. When, when did you actually start training people in your shed at home? In in our shed, I think it was two thousand and two. Yep. Two thousand and two. Just yep. before I came along. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what? So eighteen. Yep. Eighteen years. Yep. In in our in our shed. Yeah, so, well, I would have come along sort of not long after that because I was about, well, I, I, I wrestle with it all the time because I'm trying to remember when I first got introduced to it, but I'm pretty sure Nathan, Kev's son, introduced me to it when I was still in primary school, so I would have been like 12 years old. But I reckon I didn't rock up to yours until maybe another year or two later. Yeah, okay. And so before that, you were, you, so you were still training at Stocky? Nah, yeah. Kev's. No, Kev's was yeah, that operation. Yeah, in a little rumpus yeah. room. Yeah. Not in that shed, because that, that shed was like full of rubbish, and like he, he didn't clear out that shed until I decided I was going to start fighting. Yeah, okay. Yep. Once we made yep. that decision, he was yep. like, all right, well, I'll clear a bit of space in the shed, and yep. we'll start taking it a bit more seriously. Yeah. Yeah, and before that, we were training in the local town halls. Yeah. Um, and then... You know, if you were a fighter, you'd train with me at the town hall and then train at Stocky yep. and then train at someone's shed yep. on, on the weekend. And then we had a whole big thing with like public liability scare at the time and it just, the costs were going up and I, I did a bit of like, can't be stuffed. Yeah. Going to build a gym in my at my house and just train the people that are really keen. Yep. And it was going to be really unofficial and it still is, you know, our gym's pretty unofficial. Yeah. But, um, you know, it did... It did grow a yeah. little bit from there, you know, and more people came over than than, than expected. Yep. So, you know, it was going to be like a you know a little group of four, um, but yeah, it it, 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 it grew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it, I mean, it was, I suppose it was the same with me and Kev. So when we started, it was just me and him. Yep. And then we were going to you guys were sparring in that because otherwise it was just me and Kev beating each other up. <laughs> and then we started. Uh, I reckon I trained for my first two fights on like a little um, rectangle piece of carpet yeah. in his shed with a dirt floor because I remember skipping and the dirt like the dust would come up <laughs> while I was skipping um, and we had one heavy bag and like a set of tie pads 
and then yeah I'd go to like yours for sparring yeah. and stuff and I reckon we trained my first two fights like that and that's when he decided to get the shed concreted and um, actually like hung some bags up probably yeah. and started making it a little bit more official yeah for and so long we just had the old secondhand carpet mats yeah, yeah that's right yeah. Our, our gym only had concrete over yours you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had concrete and carpet yeah yeah I remember coming to yours back in the day and it's like a luxury yeah yeah <laughs> like I remember getting like all there was I remember coming there a few times especially when I started taking it a bit more seriously when I was probably about 16 or so and we'd get a fair group of us in there sparring, but we'd all stand around the circle and there'd be two people. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The circle was the ring and you yeah, just push yeah, the fighters yeah, back in. Push the fighters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that because uh, it was like me, uh, Lewis, Koleski, yeah. uh, Robbie, Robbie Nine Nine and that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just sitting there in a circle taking turns bashing each other. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably little Talia toddler. Yeah, running around. around doing the splits. <laughs> <laughs> showing off. Yeah, showing off your gymnastic skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was... I reckon it was like... Because um, I remember sparring with Sean a little bit when he was fighting. Sean Lindley. Yep. And then it was mainly Robbie and Lewis that I was sparring with when I come up for my first fight yep that would make sense yeah because yeah. yeah. Louis had his first fight around the same time I did I think maybe before me I can't remember yeah that was yeah, me. back only 2009 yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah yeah 11 years ago yeah. yep yeah. yeah that's like I was I look at the photos still every now and then it pops up in my phone <laughs> or you know on Facebook and that and I'm like Jesus I was like 19 that's like the other day when the I think it was two two years from when we were training at Kev's oh yeah yeah yeah, all yeah. Of us. that big group of us at Kev's yep. yeah yeah it's crazy how quickly it goes eh? I like, know it's mental but they were, yeah they were, they were good days we we probably like only had say 10 people training mm. but out of those 10 7 were putting their names down yeah. for bouts whether they were getting bouts or not but yeah I remember there was, a, there was a group of us there for a while like because you had Sam and Nick as well right. come along the Allen boys yeah, yeah. the Allen boys yeah. Um, yeah we used to we actually used to have some good sparring because then we'd go to Barossa Boxing Club yeah and Use spar the there as well yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that Friday nights there and then that's probably when Kristen started coming back into it as well and then a few years down the track we picked up young Cody and well, Todd and Mark Page as That's well right. yep. started training with us yep. and had a couple of fights yeah it yeah. <laughs> doesn't seem like that long ago it's crazy <laughs> yeah. people someone asked me the other day oh when was your last fight and I was like uh, 2014 it's like six years six old years. Oh, shit yeah. you know yeah. like that was my last fight that's fucking crazy man Unbelievable. Yeah, time flies, hey. Yeah, and yeah. it's like the old Barossa Blitz shows because the last Barossa Blitz before me and Travis brought it back um, last year was... 2011? Yeah. 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 Uh, is that the one you fought Yeah, on? my last fight. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I fought on that too. Yeah. Against Costa. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because we were sparring with each other for that. That's right. Getting ready. There was Good that times. photo of us in the paper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was a little skinny and leaned out <laughs> back in my 72 kilo days. Uh, that was my last hurrah. I reckon like about a year after that, I was thinking, nah, I couldn't be stuffed sparring Paddy again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that was like an effort to be young for, a, for my last time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think Kev got to that point too. He was lucky that and he was happy that other people come along in the gym. He's like, fuck, I don't have to keep sparring with yeah. Paddy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Because I remember, like, he just started, obviously, because Kev's 
you know, well, how old's Kevin now? It's like, well, I don't want to say in case I get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, back then he was in his 40s anyway. Yeah. Because I remember I'd heard him by accident and like, you know, landing hard shots on another 20-year-old is different to landing those hard yep. shots on like 40-year-old, you yep. know, because I remember don't sparring with him once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dad's my sparring partner. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he hates it. <laughs> <laughs> one 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 little wrong check, or I accidentally check his car for an, yeah. or something. He's out for the week. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not hear the end of it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember sparring with Kev. I think it was one of the last times we ever sparred together, really. And we got in the clinch, and I just sort of pulled his head down and just threw like a, a knee up, and it just like. Pop, hit him in the face, and it broke his orbital. Yeah. Oh and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's fragile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're careful with him. Yeah, and I think that was when he sort of realised too. He was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be doing this yeah. much anymore, you know. But yeah. even towards the end there, even holding pads for him was starting to get a bit harder. Yeah. Well. I mean, fuck, I'm starting to get problems with my wrists already. Yeah. And I'm only 31 from holding yeah. pads, you know. Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm 47 now and I selectively hold pads. I used to pride myself on holding, holding pads for everyone, everyone. fighters, who, yeah. who, you know, whoever. Yeah. But now I'm a lot more selective. I only do it with people have bouts coming up. I hold yeah. pads for her. Yeah, because um, yeah, the shoulder, it's a lot of, a lot of give on the shoulders. I, yeah. I admire some of these guys you see, you know, like... like um, Nugget like, and yeah, like Nugget Blair Smith. Blair Smith and... holding pads for, you know... Yeah. Richie pro, pro fighters just banging into yeah. them every day. And, uh, and like Richie at Rikers. Yeah, 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 that's right. Killers yeah. too, like yeah. Matty Stevens yeah. and Charlie Chow. Yeah. All those guys that hit like trucks, you know, yeah. and he's yeah. holding pads. Because yeah. I actually remember having a conversation with Richie about this when I was down at Pump, and he's like, yeah, like his wrist and that would get fucking mangled. And like he's, you know, he's a fair bit older than I am. And yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm already starting to get problems with my hands yeah. and wrists. Like now when I hold, tie pads is all right. Yeah. But when I hold focus mitts, yeah. I wrap they my hands. They are tough on the wrist. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. especially when you've got the curved ones, because like one knock up here and it twists that yeah. way or one knock here and it twists that way, you know. So I always make sure I wrap my hands now when I'm wearing focus mitts yeah. like, just to try and get a yeah. bit more support. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get into it because we spoke about this last time too. Um, Trevor Whitman, Justin Gates' coach, he makes all his own equipment and apparently it's like just so far ahead of the game. I've like, heard that. Yeah. yeah. But he makes his own focus mitts, but he hasn't released them on his web. I keep looking at his website. He's refresh. Like, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's only got like shin pads and headgear and stuff. But apparently, like the shin pads, and I remember seeing Justin Gaethje talking about them, and he swears by them. Yeah. He said ever since I started wearing these shin pads, I don't have any more bruised up feet, knocked up shins and knees and that. He said they're great and the headgear and everything. But yeah, I keep seeing him photos of him holding these focus mitts with his logo on it. Yeah. And I know that he's made because he talked about them and he said that they save his hands and wrists heaps. Yep. I was like, fuck, put them on the market. I don't <laughs> care how much they're worth. I'll fucking buy yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it gets me another 10 years of holding pads, yeah, exactly. I'll fucking pay for it. Yeah, yeah, it's, like an, it's an investment, you know. When yeah. you're buying good quality equipment, it's an investment because yeah. it's like it pays off. Like I always buy like Fairtex tie pads and like high quality Always spend money on it. Yeah. It's like I swear by your cow shinies. Yeah, they're, they're great. They man. don't have that little gap in the instep, and yeah. that is my killer. Yeah. I hate that. And, and these, they're just so perfect. Yep, yeah. and the pad on the foot is actually like real decent, decent as well. Yeah. yeah, and they're light as well. 
because they look big and bulky, but when you actually put them on, they fit to your legs really well. And yep. it's light. Especially me with my little peg legs. Yeah. <laughs> skinny legs. I need that. <laughs> skinny legs. Yeah, we, a lot of us in the gym have all got Yokao shinies. Yeah. Um, and I swear by their shorts now too. I, I wear their shorts all the time. Your but, Irish ones. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, they're wicked. That's... Okay, so I've been doing Muay Thai for 18 years, I reckon, and they're the first pair of shorts I've ever gone. I fucking want them shorts. I'm heaps fussy with Thai shorts. Even the shorts I've fought in and that, I'm like, nah, they're just whatever, they're just shorts, you know. But they're the first pair of shorts I ever saw. I'm like, I've fucking got to have those yeah. shorts. And um, they first released them only for like a limited time because they did a Yokao event in Dublin, Ireland, and that's why they released them. And I didn't get hold of them because they weren't selling them to Australia, and they were heaps expensive, and you can get your name put on them. Like and I was going to get my name put on the back, but I couldn't get them in Australia. I was so mad, like I was dead load. It was going, it was going to cost me like two hundred bucks, but I was like, I don't give a shit. Like they're custom shorts, like first pair of shorts I've ever wanted to own. Yeah, and then yeah, I got tipped off the other week by Hado. Shout out to Hado from my gym. He was like, Oh yeah, I saw those Irish shorts on. I think it was MuayThaiStore.com.au. Yep. I was like, Fuck! <laughs> Jumped straight on and bought them straight away. So you've price. got them? Yeah, I've got them. Yeah, 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 yeah they're sick. Yeah. Those, those design that Yokao have got onto, those, oh, they're, they're the perfect. best day. I love so many of the Yokao sh- shorts and I'm like, I want them so bad. I go to put them in my car, I check out, I look at the price and I'm like, yeah, yeah that tub's getting closed. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> or or, or I, um, I, I say, oh, whatever, it's shorts. Like I wear them like basically seven days a week. Like I may as well get a good pair. Yeah. And then I go to look at the shipping and it's another bloody yeah. $50, $70. Yeah, like, yeah. No See, way. See, Muay, MuayThaiStore.com, because they're, they're Australian and they're like an importer of Yokao. They get Yokao stuff in. So the shipping and that's not so bad because it's like just from Australia. But they sell out of stuff real mm, quick. Exactly. Mm. And real quick. No one has girl so, like small shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just sucks. There's, yeah. A, there's like extra, extra, extra large. There's no small or mediums. Yeah, they're just gone. Yeah, because I've heaps of guys around doing were trying to get shin pads for ages because I was mm. always sold out of them, always sold out. And then Zach ended up, yeah, another shot at Zach, dog, got the <laughs> same coloured pair as mine because I found the Yokao shinies that were like army, oh, yes, I saw the army green colour. Yeah, because I was like, that's I the colour of our gym. Yeah, yeah. I like the khaki green. So like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna buy them. And then Zach's like, yeah, I'm gonna get some Yokao shinies too. I was like, what colour did you get? And he goes, ah, oh, the Matrix Green. And I was like, that's my colour. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, it's different, isn't it? I was like, no. And then he got him and I was like, you fuck. <laughs> Twinning. Twinning. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you loser. Get yeah. start, swagger jack someone else, mate. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like um, at our jiu-jitsu gym that we're at at the moment. So we, um, dad's Shout a, out to Element. Yeah. Dad's, oh, yeah. dad's a striking. Tommy Gerlach. Yeah. Yep. Lad. Dad's um, a striking coach at Element. So we're doing, I'm doing a bit of jits with them too. Yep. Um, and everyone got the same, like a basic pack from SMAI of like gear. So like gloves, shinies, all that. So everyone's gloves are all identical. Yeah, everyone's right. shinies are identical. It's like a scramble. Like <laughs> people, people are getting, um, like having to write their names or like put little symbols on them. Like, yeah, yeah. like Tommy's, Tommy's got TG written on him, on his, Yeah. but I was going to write TG. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I've got I've got three different pairs of gloves. Yep, me too. I've got sparring. I've got sparring gloves. Yep. So I've just got like a sixteen ounce pair of Fairtex ones. Yep. And then I've got my pad gloves, which are like three hundred and eighty dollar Clado raised gloves. What ounce are those? Uh twelves. Oh, I got a little eight ounce pad. Oh, pad really? Gloves. They, <laughs> they just they just snap. 
Yeah. They're so good. Um, and then I've got a pair of lace-ups because I bought them when I was back when I was fighting because I was like, well, if I'm fighting in lace-ups, I want to start preparing in lace-ups. Yeah. So I would do my last two weeks before the fight, like hitting pads in lace-ups. Good idea. Yeah, because yeah. I found that when I did go to fight shows... When you do put the lace-up gloves on, like they do feel a bit weird. Yeah, and they're long. They're hell long. They yeah. go like up your forearms. Yeah, they go like up to here. Yeah. yeah. And my attitude towards fight night is you don't want anything foreign that you're not used to. Mm. You want to no be the surprises. most. You want to be the most relaxed and calm you can be. So just little things like that can fuck with your head. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like that's why I'm always so angry about wrapping my guys' hands as well because <laughs> I'm like, if I fuck this up, they're gonna be like, oh man, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, this is a yeah. bit tight, or yeah. that's too loose, or. But luckily, I had a really good teacher in Richie Elliott again, so yeah, everyone loves getting like me wrapping their hands. Which is Dad's good. gonna hate me saying this, but when we go into state and he has to wrap my hands, and it's not um, like John. Norm- normally, we get John to do it. He's, yep. he's good. He's really yep. good at it. Yep. Yeah. He's like just it's an it's an art form. Yeah. <laughs> when when we go into state, and Dad has to do mine. Especially because he's my dad. Mm. His hands are just shaking. Yeah, as he, yeah, yeah. Like, he, does, he does a decent job, but I'm there sitting there watching his hands shake like, should I be nervous? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, uh, if my coach is nervous, uh, what what's wrong? Exactly. I'm not nervous. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Because that's, that's why you're sweating. That's a total flashback to my first fight because Kev had never coached anyone for a fight. It was the first time anyone had fought for eight weapons, like Travis's yeah. gym. So I remember sitting on the chair. Kev had no fucking idea how to wrap hands. <laughs> and he's wrapping, and he's like shaking and sweating. Like I look over at Traj and Traj is getting emotional and crying. Oh. Okay? And I was like, I'm the fuck, I'm the one that's fighting, <laughs> man. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was cute. But yeah, I'm, like I said, wrapping hands. Um, I was lucky when I was down at Pump, I just hit Richie up. I was like, teach me. Because I know the everyone master. bangs on about Richie and how good he is. I mean, yeah. look, I mean, he's in the UFC yeah. now. So, yeah, mm. so he did, he let me film him um, wrap Miles Simpson's hand. Um, and I just watched that video like over Religiously. and over. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yes. I, and I still watch it before every fight show just to refresh. Yeah, I end up sitting through. on the couch while we watch TV and dad, dad wraps my hands. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, like practice. Yeah, anything. practice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, uh, I did do practice runs on someone before a fight show. I can't remember who it was though, but it is good. And yeah, I always make sure I bring heaps of shit with me in yep. case I fuck one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's us. We're always yeah. like over prepared. Yeah, we we end up giving out tape and like no oh, swells and geez. scissors to it's, other gyms. Yeah, it's the smallest gym at a show, and we're always lending people bloody you know no swells <laughs> and scissors and tape. <laughs> like, oh, when we did that. Um, was it the last Brosha Blitz or the one before? I think it was the last one. We had we had a last minute um, replacement and we got a gym from Riverland. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they had never competed. Like, none of them had, done, had any idea what they were doing. And they were messaging me flat out, like, what do we need to bring? And I'm like, you know, bring tape and bandages to wrap hands and that sort of stuff. And they're like, yeah, no worries, no worries. I get there on a fight night and I had, um, I think that was when I had Zach and Luke. So that was the first one. And I start wrapping Zach's hands and I'm looking over at the guys from the Riverland and they're just sitting there looking at me. Oh, and I was like, did you bring tape and bandages? And they're like, oh, no. Nah. And I was like, fuck. And I got something out and I was like, here. Gave it to them and they went back. And then I'm like wrapping Zach's hand and I look over and they're still looking at it, like looking lost. And I was like, do you know what you're doing? <laughs> and they're like, nah. And I was like, 
fuck, come here, quick. I was like, when are you on? He's like, oh, next fight. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, as quick as I've ever wrapped someone's hand. I felt sorry for him because they just were so underprepared because they took it on such short notice. Yeah. Yep. So yep. I was like, fuck, yep. I'll just wrap your hands for you. Come yep. here. Yeah, I remember back back in the early days when we were still learning what we were doing, I'd just get the fighters to wear their wraps and then I'd tape, tape yeah, over the top and that's, just make it up. Yeah, that's what Kev did yeah. um, for my first few fights. He just put my wraps yeah. on and then just put some tape and shit over the top. Yeah, in a little a little amateur fight up in, was it Melbourne, I I just wrapped my own hands. Yeah, yeah well, I think that was the rules. Yeah, so, that was the rules. Yeah. Like, you had to. Well, yeah. yeah, right. See, it's weird going in the state sometimes, I know. and the rules are so weird. Like, <laughs> SA is pretty strict, but then you go up to like, I remember we went to a show in Queensland, um, and Cody and Kristen both fought up there, and they're like, "Oh, did you bring your gloves?" <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they're just like, "Oh, yeah. fuck, we'll find some gloves for you." And they just give us like Velcro gloves, yeah. you know, like didn't even check them. Just like, <laughs> yeah. So like, fuck me, what do you mean? You're, you're yes. sitting around there with your hands wrapped, you're like, is someone supposed to check oh, these? Yeah. Like, what yeah. do you, and you, you ask someone and they look at you funny like, what, is, is, should I be checking something? Is there something wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember we went to, this wasn't a little show either, a big show up in Brisbane took young Blair Martin yeah. and, oh. and wrapped his hands and we're sort of sitting there and does anyone check him out? I found someone wondering, around, does anyone check him out? Oh, do you want me to look at him? And I'm like, yeah. And he just sort of looked, yeah, no worries. You know, I've, I've, I've realized I could have banged him up, you know. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. And then I, then I asked, um, is there a doctor around? They go, do you need one? <laughs> well. and, and I said no no just wondering you know like do we have to have a doctor check oh there's a doctor here somewhere but no you don't have to check out and I knew there there wasn't a doctor in, oh, the, wow. in the place but yeah no doctors check no if we had an ass there's no checking a tape and yeah right yeah. that's crazy mm. that's dangerous eh mm. like okay. you could you could fuck with those wraps and make yep. them like bricks yeah like yeah I have seen photos like Obviously, you don't see them in the Adelaide shows because Adelaide's so strict on hand wrapping and, and all the regulations. But I have seen photos of interstate shows, and you look at their hands, and you're like, "What the? Yeah, you know, it's just like the tape sticking out of an inch. You can see a little bit of glass poking through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like ball bearings. Yes. What? How old were you when you first started training? When I first started training, I think I was thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. And I had my first fight. I think fourteen. The year later, yeah, yep. was it that quick? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yep. it yep. was a it was a year I reckon that I was training before I fought. Yeah, so yeah, thirteen or fourteen I started. Fifteen or fourteen I started. I had my first fight. Yeah, that was mm, Knees yep. of Fury against Layla. That's um, right. Yep, yeah, we had yeah, we yeah. had another two after that. So. Yeah, I was going to say you guys have fought a few times. Yeah, now we're now we're good mates. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, I mean. Me and Luke started the gym together. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we exactly. beat the shit out of each other. Like, yep. you know, Tom Boyle. Yep. I fought Tom and then went and worked for him at Pumped, you know. Some of your best mates. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I still talk to Tom. I mean, shout out to Tom as well. Um, <laughs> he lives up, you know, he obviously lives back up in Alice Springs now, but I still talk to him pretty frequently. And every time I ring him, even if it's just like, oh, you got time for a quick call? Yeah, man. I'll ring him and it's like an hour later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> talking on the phone. Yeah. yeah. Me and Tom have always been like that. Like, I remember going up to Shins of Steel. And we just sit down and start talking, and we'd be there all night just yep. talking. And that's one of the reasons why I decided to go, you know, work with him down at Pumps. So he's a good dude. Yeah, some of the best people I know come from this scene. Yeah, that's right. That's great. That's sport. That's what I love about the sport. Same with me and Luke. Yeah. You know, yep. We um we were we were mates before we fought. You know, we'd sparred each other many times. He'd come to our gym sparring. Robbie Nienhouse and you know the other guys we had there. Yeah. Used to bump into him down at um. 
down at Fight Club for their Friday night um, sparring sessions. Yeah, sparring multiple times. So yeah. It was good. It was good. Yeah, well, I met... So, I met Luke um, the night I fought Tom up at Shins of Steel. Oh, yeah, okay. He, he fought on the same show against uh, Joey. Oh, yeah. Yep. And he um, did his hamstring. Luke did his hammy in, yep. in, yep. in the fight. And he come limping up to me. Because I mean, remember, I remember at Shins of Steel, like, the show would go, and then everyone would just go back to the Westlands Hotel and drink beers yeah. and just stand around <laughs> and talk shit and often get yelled at by the hotel yeah. staff because they're making too much noise. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was... I remember I was standing out in front of our room and Luke just come hobbling over and that's when I first met Luke. Yep. And we joked about fighting each other. We were like, oh, you know, same weight class, around the same experience, whatever. And then, um, yeah, he fought Tom. You know, I know he fought Tom before I fought Tom, sorry. And then, um, yeah, sure enough, I have my name down for Nisa Fury and I get the phone call from, or Kev got the phone call from Ethan, like, God, you want to fight Luke Liam? And I said yes. I was like, "Fuck yeah, why not?" Yeah. You know? And then Luke rang me, and he's like, "Oh, we just got asked to fight you." Yeah. And he's like, "But I wasn't sure." And I was like, "No, let's do it." And he's like, "Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> better hang up." Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, because I remember at the end of the first round, because I started off a little bit slow in that fight, and I got kicked in the head. Yep. Luke kicked me square in the side of the head. I had a big egg right here. <laughs> So I watched the, I still watched the video of that fight, and I'm thinking, like, "What the fuck was I doing?" Like. I've always had a good read on switch kicks when people switch kick. You know, I've always been good at timing and kicking their leg out from underneath or just making it miss or getting out of the way. And he threw this just like slow switch kick. Uh, not only did I not get out of the way, I went and, put, <laughs> and just completely put my hand down and his shin just clattered off the side of my head. He sent a letter and you were, you were waiting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, here you go. <laughs> Bang. And I even leant down into it as well. And I just remember getting clapped across the side of the head and I was like, because that was probably the first time I got hit real hard mm. in a fight and I was like shit and then all of a sudden he had hold of my head and he kneed me in the face and I split the, the bridge of my nose open Ooh. and I was like fuck alright and then apparently I laughed at him and that's what he told me he said when he kneed me in the face I lifted my head up and went whoa and laughed and he was like what the fuck yeah you so good <laughs> yeah and then I remember going back to the end of the first round and Kev grabbed my hair and he's like, I know you're friends with him. Go out there and fucking hurt him, all right? And I was like, all right. So I did. <laughs> Who won? And me. I, I stopped uh, him in the second round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Kev got pretty fired up at me. He's like, I know he's your fucking mate. Go out there and fucking hurt him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, all right. That was like me and Layla. Like, we didn't become, we made sure we didn't become friends until the third and the final. Yeah. And then, then straight after that, we were just talking away. Yeah. Literally instantly. Yeah. Yeah, I've done it heaps of times. Like, the last guy I fought, Thomas Olsen from Queensland, I just went and sat in the crowd with him. Mm. We just sat there having beers and talking after we fought. Um, Dylan Olsen from Riddlers, I still talk to him after I fought him over in Perth. And Costa, obviously, when I bumped yep. into Costa, even though we had that little rivalry that was going <laughs> yeah. on and caused a heap of shit. Like, yeah. me and him buried that hatchet fucking years ago. Yeah. We even were going to start training with each other when I was at CardioFlex. When I went to Cardioflex for a while, he was at Cardioflex sort of around the same time. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Yep. And we were talking yep. about sort of training together, even after all that fucking yep. shit that happened. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking... That was a scene, that was. Oh, God. Back in the, that resurrection show with the small ring. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I remember yeah. going into that... Because that, the first time I fought him, we just brawled. Like, yep. that was at Barossa. Yeah. And it was just like... Slugfest. Oh, I was stupid. Um, 
and yeah and then the second time I was like you know I'm just going to be like I am now like cagey and counter him and just work off the back foot and make him come to me and then just make him miss and stay out of the clinch and you know and that's what I was doing and but I remember walking into the building yeah and we were like yeah stay out of the clinch use the space use your footwork I walked into like the last ring I was like fuck damn <laughs> <laughs> there goes any evasion yeah, like, footwork's out yep. yeah yeah, that goes that plan out the window. But I still managed to do it for a while until he caught me with that yeah. elbow. I was moving pretty well and frustrating him a bit. Yeah. Um, he had his first bout against Sam Allen. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah shit. So that's, that's when we first met, met Kostya, when he um, fought Sam Allen. That was a good fight too. Yeah. A bit of a height difference. but And he came straight back to the change rooms after the bout and stayed talking to Sam for... For you know, half hour afterwards, yeah. so, you know that that mateship from the your your opposition that we're talking about. It. Yeah, it's, I mean, fighters talk about it all the time. Like you really get to know someone when you fight them. Yeah, you, know, you find out a lot about yourself, but you also find out a lot about the person yep. you're fighting when you're know, trying to take each other's heads off. Yeah, you know, you, you do find out, and it's like there's a lot of respect. And yeah, I remember the the first the first time my mum came to a show because you know she she avoided it for a long time. First time she came to a Knees of Fury, she loved it. She just she loved the fact, you know, all the fighters were like hugging yeah. before the fight, and yeah, then yeah, after yeah. the fight they're hugging again, and yeah. she was sold. You know, like yeah. wow, okay. That was the same yeah. with my mum. So when I first got in the fight, and she was like, oh, I don't want to fucking watch this. Like she was a nervous wreck. She started coming to shows, and she's like, this is awesome. And same with even like watching the UFC. She hated watching it at first. Yeah, but then. I mean, obviously there is a bit more disrespect and trash talking and shit in UFC, but for the most part, they're still pretty respectful to each other. And she said that's what made her a fan of like watching combat yep. sports is the respect. Yep. I didn't really have to convince my parents. I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. However, however, mum wanted me to put off getting into Muay Thai as long as possible. Yeah. It was a battle. A battle to get me to train. You lost that one, Mandy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mum. Yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't for it either. I mean I didn't mind your training, but I wasn't I wasn't keen. You know, she she talked us into it. She yeah. she pushed for it. Yeah. You know, I was happy I for her to for be it. doing it. <laughs> she did. And um yeah, we gave in. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't pushing, you know, pushing her into the sport. No, that's, yeah, that's good. I um, That's a, one thing I was going to actually ask you. Like, obviously, when you coach your fighters, you've always got some sort of, like, connection to them. But, like, what's it like coaching your daughter? Oh, it, it's tough. Yeah. It is. It's hard. I, I, I really, it's, it's tough in lots of ways um, to, to separate the dad and yeah. the coach bit. Yeah. You know, for the actual training, uh, you know, it, it's, hard not to get grumpy with each other or you know maybe we've just been inside and we've uh you know been had a i don't know some sort of family issue and then yeah, we've got to go out and train, train. Yeah. <laughs> and you know she probably feels a bit more comfortable than the other fighters talking back yeah you know so <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, so. That, that can be awkward and then i also probably feel more comfortable yelling at her as yep. well yep um, I'm sure. I'm sure when other guys from the gym listen to the podcast, they'd be like shaking their head. Yeah, <laughs> they get treated so good compared to. Me. Yeah, it's <laughs> nah. it, it, But it used to be like that um, at Kev's as well. Because remember when Reese started yeah. training and Reese had a fight, Kev. Sorry, Kev, but you know, <laughs> it was really hard on Reese. Yeah. Like really, up to the point where I would always almost be like, you know, taking Reese off to the side, like don't take it so hard, yeah. man. You know, like to, you know, chill out. Because, like, Reese had me to spar with all the time. And so I'm, you know, 
beat him up a bit and then kept fucking yep. yelling at him, you know, yep. like, and I'm, and I'm like, and Reese is sitting there getting tears in his eyes and I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, I don't really want to hit him anymore. <laughs> I know, there's, there's such a bigger emotional side to yeah. it, like... Yeah, well, I mean, I, I had it as well from a different point of view with Kristen. Yeah. So yep. me and Kristen were dating and I'm like coaching her and, you know, so again, it's like, and obviously Zach and Luke are two of my closest friends yep. and I'm watching them in the, and especially because like, Zach's fight with Tim at Barossa was fucking ballistic. That was and then intense. Brian and Luke was ballistic. So mm-hmm. again, like you try and separate that emotion. And then Kristen and Rachel Boys as well was yep. like fucking yep. chaos. Another war. I think it's, it just seems fires from my gym can't avoid that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we all just I get mean, in these fucking chaos. Guerrilla warfare. Yeah, yeah I guess. Like, I brought mean, that on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I suppose that was always the way I fought when I was a fighter. I always tried to keep it you know, exciting, whether I was going forward or going backwards, I'm always trying to keep the fight exciting, so I train them the same way, so we're always trying to, I remember when we trained for fights, me and Kev, we weren't ever interested in point fighting, or trying yeah. to win rounds, it was like, how can I knock this guy out? Yeah. I yeah. think that's how I started out, when I was real young, it was like point fighting, or like just being above him, and that's yeah. why, I, why I had so many close ones, or close losses. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've definitely changed that now. Yeah. I've, I had to grow out of that real yep. quick. Yeah. I, um, so my first two fights, I didn't like, you're still finding your feet. So I didn't really like, I mean, I still like, I was pretty dominant in winning them. And then Tom was the first, was my third opponent, Tom Boyle. And that was just like a brawl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just bashed each other. I can imagine. Yeah. And then <laughs> I had two KOs in a row with Luke and um, Trent from Southern Thai Boxing as well. So then I got the KO bug and I'm like, I'm just going to fucking knock everyone out now. <laughs> and then it was Costa was the next person I fought and that's why I think I fought like such a spastic when I fought him. And because it was at Barossa as well. Yep. So I was like, home crowd. Like, yep. I'm just coming off two KOs. I'm going to kill this guy. Like I was like, I'm just going to knock him out. So every shot I was throwing was like, wow. Yeah. And I just remember coming out for that second round going, Shit, I can't move. Because <laughs> yeah. that yeah. adrenaline dump yeah. is one thing that you don't deal with in the gym. Yeah. But it happens in a fight. And when it happens, it's fucked. Yeah. It's yeah. horrible. I've never been so, not scared, but I was like, I can't defend myself. Yeah. Like, I really can't defend myself. And this guy's actually trying to hurt me. Yeah. I remember getting in the clinch and seeing the shot coming that he put me down like a knee to the head. And I was like, I can't, I can't stop yeah. it. I'm going to get kneed in the face. So I just turned my head to the side. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not letting him knee me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I always I always like looking at people having their first bout. I like looking at their oh, face yeah. at the end of the first round. Yeah. Because quite often you'll see that look of shock. Like, jeez. Yeah. This is know, what it's like. I've been training 16 hours a week or whatever. Yeah. And now in two minutes, yeah. I'm fucked. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, yeah, it is. It's a horrible feeling. Or the one, you know, when you're warming up on the pads yes. at the back yes. and you're like, I'm, I'm knackered. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing, yeah. doing I, this light pad work. I hate that. That is the worst thing about fighting for me is the change rooms beforehand. I love the weight cut. I love weighing in. The yeah. weigh-in night, that's like my favorite part. I yeah. love the actual fight. I love afterwards. I don't care if I'm banged up, whatever. I hate the change rooms. Yeah, yeah. I hate getting rubbed down with like tile I hate going on the pads yeah. I just hate getting my hands wrapped it's yeah, so it's yeah. so anxiety yeah, like, yeah, ridden and it's like it get so I remember when I had my first fight you fight at the start of the card yeah. but then I fought in main events and co-main events and it's like I think I prefer when you fight at the start you're like oh, I don't want to be at the start I'm first up this is bullshit but then when you're in the main event you're like fuck sitting around all night yeah, like, yeah. 
missing out on good fights. Yeah. I'm, I'm lucky because I'm a junior. I always get put at the start of the card. Um, yeah. The only time I've been at the end was at Barossa. Barossa, yeah, yeah. And that wasn't too bad, but being at the start is just like you get it over and done with. Yeah, that's right. The whole rest of the fight. Yeah, the yeah. rest of the night. Exactly. Yeah, sitting till the end is just like, fuck. <laughs> well, what do you do with yourself? Yeah, I mean, especially with some of those cards that go late. Like, fuck, I'd hate to fight. I mean, Border Town's a great show. The mm-hmm. only criticism I have in Border Town is that it goes really yeah, late. Yeah, especially that last one. Yeah, that yeah. last one went yeah. really late. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to get up and fight at that time. Yeah. I was just a spectator and I was like almost... Yeah, I was just sitting in the chair. Like, was struggling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, really, I really wanted to watch the fights because they were exciting fights. And yeah. I was like, geez, how are they doing this? How are they still awake? Yeah, I remember talking to Sam Valentine from the Thai Boxing Pit when he fought um, Jason Altman in the main event of Resurrection of the Warrior. And that went late as well. And he said the same thing. He's like, we got to the show and I was all like keen, you know, like pumped. And then he's like, no, I sat around and just sort of lost the buzz. Mm. And then it's like, oh, fuck, I've got to fight soon. So he's trying to like fire himself back up to get out. When your body's used to going to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Going back quickly to um, what we were talking about as having my dad as my coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a little, there's, there's only a couple cons that we talked about, like the whole emotional stuff. Yeah. And that's almost a good thing. But the biggest pro is like, it's like having a nutritionist, like a personal trainer, yeah. like 24 seven. He's yeah, yeah. always there, even though it gets annoying. It's definitely a pro. <laughs> like, like, like he harasses me about what I'm eating or yeah. like what I should be doing, what I should be training. Like Go to bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, like this morning, toast for breakfast? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expose me. Yeah. Yeah, well, I did the same for Kristen when she fought Rachel. I was, like, cooking food for yep. her and, like, monitoring everything for her. And that's why she made the weight no problem and got in, like, really good shape for that fight as well. Yeah, mum, mum's my personal chef for fighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or really all the time. Yeah. Yeah, we get fed well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a massive part of it, though. Nutrition is such a huge part. Like, yep. You know, eating the right foods at the right time yep. as well. Um, did you have you listened to um, I think I tipped you off about it ages ago that George Lockhart um, guy that, on Joe Rogan yes yeah, you got to listen to that yeah yeah, yeah I did yeah. he's 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 brilliant yeah George some Lockhart. great ideas yeah yeah, yeah really and, he, and he comes up with some really interesting points that you don't really hear like carbs straight after training yep um, you know and he said it can be and sometimes he lets his fighters have any carbs they can eat a Twizzler it's yeah. like they can eat some sugar straight yep. after training he's like because your body is starving for yep. it straight like right after there's like that window where your body's like craving carbohydrates and it increases muscle repair like by 30% or something he reckons and then he reckons caffeine as well that's music to dad's ears yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he's like he was telling um, Joe he said we're not even sure how it works but he said caffeine helps glycogen stores in muscles up to four times faster he said, we're not sure how it works or why it works, but it works. Yep. <laughs> and he said, and then Joe was like, oh, what sort of caffeine? He said, well, it depends on what time you're training. You know, if you train in the morning, have a coffee. But if yeah. you train at night, don't fucking have coffee because yeah. you're not going to sleep, you yeah. know. Have a have a green tea or something like that, you know. So I, I actually did get into the habit of that when I first started coming back to training a few weeks ago. I was having like green tea before bed and yep. eating carbs after training. Yep. And I, I felt like I was recovering pretty good. So, Sounds like a good plan to me. Yeah, well, I'm, I haven't been doing it lately, and that's probably, I could be why I'm pulling up a bit sore lately. I've taken this week. It's funny, I put a post out last week, like, consistency, and this week I haven't done shit. <laughs> you jinxed yourself. Yeah, bro. I know. You don't don't trust like, social media. Yeah, I know, right? I fucking jinxed myself, because now I've got these little injuries popping up, and I'm like, fuck, man. 
But I think I'm, I've just decided to take the week off to let them heal before they become yeah, a big good issue. Idea. Good yeah. idea. I'm smarter now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be some benefits to getting old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not fucking 22 anymore. So it's not, I mean, back then, especially the um, the mentality that me and Kev had was just like every session was just like balls to the wall. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. 100% all the time. And now it's actually funny listening to guys like... Um, Henry Cejudo yep. was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, TJ Dillashaw a while ago as well, because um, they've hint, like linked up with all these scientists. Basically, they're trainers, but they're science. They got degrees. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they reckon that you know TJ was saying I've never rested before in my life, and I'm the fittest I've ever been. Yeah. And yep. Henry Cejudo was saying the same thing. So yep. the reason why my last few fights have been so like his performance was so high, he said, because we're not going in breaking our balls every yep. session anymore. Yeah. So, so there's all this research coming out now with modern combat sports that, you know, yeah. resting I, is a good idea. Resting is a good idea. And I, a, a, a good trainer once said, and I'll, I'll, just in case I get it wrong and who it was, I won't say who it was, but it's not so much over-training, it's um, under-resting yeah, or right. un, under-recovery. Yeah, yep. So if you're going to train your ass off all the time, you've got to put the effort into the recovery, yeah. whether it's sleep. You can't just go home and sit on the couch. Yeah. Like you've got to, like I was getting acupuncture regularly, trying to do stretching or whatever, hit a sauna up every now yeah. and then, like do some kind of active recovery. Get or, some massage. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know, do a home yoga yep. session. And there's no harm, like if your body is like completely wrecked, like you, and because you know within yourself, especially when you've been doing it for so long, you know when your body's at that point yep. where it's like, yep. just take the night off, yep. just have a rest and do some stretching, get some mobility and. Yep. Could mean the difference between getting sick or not. Yep. You know, if you have that, if you have that day off when you're not when you're not feeling right, you yep. might skip. And you know, injured as yeah, well. Yes, yes. You of could course. be dealing with a lot of soft tissue shit yep. you don't even know about. Mm. You know, because your body's so exhausted, and then you go into training and something goes ping. You know, yep. and that's it. And then you're out for fucking ages. Because that is obviously the downside to training. Just balls to the wall all the time as you get injured yep. all the time. Yeah, yeah. So Got to have that yep. balance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I'm definitely learning a lot more about that now because I never had that mindset when I was fighting, ever. Yeah. It was always like, I'm going to outwork everyone in the room. Yep. Like, I didn't care who was there. I'm going to do everything faster than you. I'm going to do more than you. Yeah. Like, that was the way I trained. I was just competitive mindset mm. every day. You, you relate that to training harder. Yeah. And training better, but it's not necessarily the case. Yeah, exactly. You're, ending, you're more banged up yeah. than your opponent who's just as fit, but they're fresh. Yeah. And you could, sometimes you can be sacrificing technique just to go harder yep. Yep. and then you fuck things up. Yeah, especially like it was strength and conditioning because you're trying to go so flat out. You, yep. you could do one like tire flip with poor form. And oh, yeah. Bang, yeah. And it goes your back yep. or, you know. Or a deadlift. Yeah. Know. That stuff's everything up then. Yep. Because I used to, fuck it. Because when I was fighting fit and wasn't injured, bro, I used to love that strength and conditioning stuff. And I'd fucking run myself into the ground. Yep. Right? I'd set up these circuits with like hitting tires with sledgehammers battle yep. ropes flipping tires all that sort of stuff and just go like flat stick and just try and basically work myself to the point where I'm like falling over yep. yeah. and I would do that on a regular basis and I'm like fuck how did I not seriously injure myself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and the, the problem with that is if you've got a um, if you've got a technical session the next day you come in there tight just fucked. tight yeah, yeah yeah that's one thing you know, we've all. One thing I've always been proud of is we've had over the years. We've, I don't know, if if, if we counted it, it'd be 
real low, but bugger all pull-outs during the injury. So yeah. we rarely, very rarely, maybe never yeah. pulled out of a, a bout because of injury. Yeah. Um, Definitely the time that I've been fighting or around the gym, no yeah. one has. It's one of those things I try and manage manage really well. And I've, I've had those... I've had those fighters who do their, you know, because they'll always do a couple sessions on their own work, strength and conditioning or running, yep. and they'll come in and they'll brag about what they did, and it was more than what I asked them to do. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, but now I can see your hammies are yeah. tight, you know, and now exactly. you're not kicking properly. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. funny, like, yeah, I mean, I can relate to you, like, being a coach now myself. When, because obviously I was a fighter for a long time, so I was like, fuck, if I want to do more, I'm going to fucking yeah, do more, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? But yeah. now as, as a coach, you're like, I'm fucking telling you that for a yeah. reason. Yeah. You can, you know? <laughs> Please trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. We've been doing this a long time, yeah. right? And I, I'm always held. Like, obviously, I'm a sarcastic person. You know, smart ass. And like, especially in the gym, when they go, "Oh no, you were right about that." I'm like, "Oh really? <laughs> 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 it's, like, it's like with with Dad when he tells me stuff and it works. It's like, wow, maybe I do know what I'm talking yeah, about. Right. How, yeah, how yeah. crazy would that be? Yeah. Yeah, I had Izzy tell me the other day, oh, yeah, that stuff you taught me, I tried it out and it worked. And I was like, oh, fuck, maybe awesome. That's, you know, like, shit, maybe I do know what I'm talking about. Yeah, maybe, I'm, maybe I can do this. <laughs> What's that saying? If it if it doesn't work the first time, try doing what the way your trainer told you to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something, yeah. Like, something like something that. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, or the other thing is, as a coach, when you tell someone they're doing something and they disagree with it, like, oh, you're, you're not stepping out on this kick or you're not holding... Yes, I am. It's like, oh, <laughs> come on, man. It's uh, like, what am I fucking hallucinating? Yeah. Like, did I just make that shit up? Yeah. You know? That sort of that sort of thing happens if you train your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I know when you said that, I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, here it comes. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, <laughs> I don't even realise I do it. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> that's exactly it too mm-hmm. you can just you can just sense everyone in the gym going oh no yeah yeah <laughs> oh here it comes yeah, shit. hey hey have you heard um that there might be a show in november in sa uh, oh really yeah run by diamondback promotions oh yes 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 yeah yep. so we have got something exciting yeah. to possibly look forward yep. to yeah Ike messaged me about that uh, about a week or two ago yeah. and gave me the heads up that he was looking to do yeah. it. I think he I think he's officially put it on Facebook. He so has. Yeah, good yeah we he can has. Talk about <laughs> it. Um, yeah. yeah, shout out to Ike too. Yeah. Good on you. Um, good luck, please. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I think that's that's the main thing to say now is yeah. good luck. Like, let's just hope that it fucking comes through. Um, but yeah, it's like he's doing like a big sort of Festival, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. MMA, Muay Thai, all sorts of different yeah. shit. And Even like maybe amateur boxing, com- yeah, strongman yeah. competitions yeah. and shit as well. So maybe no gi, jiu jitsu. Yeah. yeah, great. Now that I'm doing all three, it's like <laughs> I got I got options. Well, put, yeah. down, put down a list: Muay Thai number one, yeah. K one number two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Muay Thai, K one boxing, boxing, and I might do a little bit of. I'm not there yet, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Luke's actually just started doing some jiu-jitsu with the 10th Planet guys in Salisbury as well. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah he reckons he's, he's liking it. Oh, I, I I've not... done it before with um, like the guys at Cardioflex as well, and with Scott, Scott. Dempster yep. ages ago. Um, I did gi jiu-jitsu with Scott, but I was doing no gi at Cardio. I love no gi, it's great. I am loving jiu-jitsu at the moment. Yeah. Like, I'm just obsessed with it. It's so much fun. I didn't yeah. think I was going to like it as much as I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing gi jiu-jitsu, but it's just like... It's so... I don't know. I don't know. There's something about it. It's yeah. so good. I love well, it. <laughs> I'm, 
you know how I'm doing it. You know how they say you should do something that you suck at. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I suck. <laughs> that's me a bit too. It's weird being a beginner again, especially yeah. in martial arts. Yeah, like when I when I went to bo- to do a bit of boxing, I wasn't really a beginner because I've always Thrown been hands. punching. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just just tweaking stuff. Yeah. Now going into jujitsu, I'm completely lost. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what's going it's on. It's funny you say that because Luke said the exact same yep. thing. He said, "Now I'm just like getting mauled by everybody in the gym." Like yep. it's, yep. he said, "It's just it's so weird to take a step back like that." Um, but you, you know, obviously you learn a lot doing mm. that as well. I actually did so when I was training with the guys at Cardio Flex, I did jujitsu and I did a little bit of wrestling as well. Oh yeah, I actually preferred wrestling. Yeah. Um, because I'm an aggressive guy, so yeah. I like that. I like to just yeah. control them, you know. Yeah. Like, and stuff. I don't like laying on my back waiting for shit to happen. I'm like, no, I'm going to throw you on your yeah. head first. <laughs> yeah, right. I love wrestling, but my body's just not oh, just, cut out for it. I was it. just going to say, like, even even takedowns, it's just it's too hard. much on my body it's these hard. days. Yeah. I think if you got into it, because obviously Americans are so conditioned to it because they get into it from such mm. a young yeah. age. Yeah. Some of them wrestling from like four or five years old. Yeah. They've got all the college wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So you're conditioned to it, but... Trying to get into it as like someone in your late twenties, early thirties, or something is fucking rough, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm so grateful that I got into martial arts the age I did. Yeah, like it's just it's been so good, except for the fact that there's like barely any opportunities. But yeah, but I mean, there's heaps more now than there was hundred percent five ten years ago. Like when I first started fighting, there was hardly even any girls. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we used to talk about it. Oh, there's a female bout yeah. on the show. Yeah, yep. And now, now there's fucking girl fights yep. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, pretty much half yep. the card now. Yep. And even just the amount of gyms. Yep. Like, there's fucking heaps of gyms now. And there was not many... The amount of promoters yep. in SA. Has heaps of shows. In the yeah. last year, has just doubled. Yep. And it's good, because, um, you know, a lot of people were sceptical on whether we could put shows back-to-back like yep. we did last year. Like uh, me, Jeff, and Carly will put yep. uh, me and Tradge. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say me. <laughs> Sorry, Tradge. <laughs> but yeah, me and Tradge, and then um, yeah, Jeff and Carly will put our three shows within six weeks. Yeah. And I remember everyone was going, "Oh shit!" You know, I wonder if they pull it off. But we fucking did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was great. It was like, awesome. All the shows were great. The crowds were great. It was killer. That was a killer month. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. a killer year. Last year yeah. was sick. Last year was awesome because we put two Barossa shows on in the same year. Um, yeah, it was fucking great. It was good to get the Barossa show back, actually. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. 100%. Finally, a, um, a home a home show yeah. for me. Like, yeah. I didn't have to travel an hour and a bloody half to get yeah. to a show. I was yeah. sitting in the car. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> That's age. so bad. You know what? You know, scratch what I said about the change rooms being the worst. Yeah. Driving to a show. Yeah. Yeah, I That is just too. crap. See, and but we get people, because when we put the Barossi show on, we had people from the city whinging about driving up. Yeah. <laughs> and they wanted us to, some people wanted us to pay for accommodation and stuff, which is fair, I guess. But when you're looking at it from someone like me, yeah. who has been fucking, dri- me and Kev used to drive around fucking Every everywhere. Every show. Just for sparring. Yeah. Yep. Like driving to the south side of the city just for sparring. Yep. You know, and yeah, yeah. I'd help all the shows and shit we used to drive to. Like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, don't talk to me about that. <laughs> Adelaide, you guys take it for granted. Yeah. It's, it, would make, it makes such a difference. Yeah. How about the Wyala crew? Oh yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out Justin Fennell and the Warlocks crew as well. Like, 
But I mean, we didn't complain about it because no. it's just if you wanted to fight, you, you just, just do fucking it. did it. Yeah. You just you do know? it. You just go like, oh, you got to drive to Adelaide, fucking drive to Adelaide. Yep. You know, you got to drive down south for some decent sparring. You drive down south for some decent sparring. Yep. That's just what you did. Um, yeah, like everyone that lives in the city, they've got it lucky. You know, they're all like <laughs> within ten minute driving distance of each other. They're all in each other's backyards. Yeah. But it's actually good that, you know, like we've got our gym now in Gawler. You guys have got your gym in a Barossa, you know, yeah. like sometimes when we've got together for sparring, it's like there's fucking heaps of us. Yeah. Now, yep. You know, like there's big crews of us sparring together now. And not just a big crew, but quality, quality. as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The quality. 100%. Definitely. The quality. And even like the guys from Universal aren't too far away. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot more gym sort of... Yeah, full tilts only. Yeah, full um, tilts in Salisbury. Yeah, 40 and minutes from yeah. our house. We did some sparring with um, some of the striking guys from Dad's class. Yep. And they were all... They'd never done any sparring before. Mm-hmm. Like, I think probably 90% of them had never done sparring before. They were killing it. Yep. It was incredible. No one there was, like, bad. Yeah. Like... No one there was even good. They're all great. Like yeah. it was impressive. Yes, I felt intimidated. <laughs> it was bad. I know. Maybe I need to step up my game. Yeah. I remember my first sparring session was nothing like that at all, at all. Yeah, even like the quality of fights. Like I cannot watch my first fight. Me neither. I just can't. I refuse. Fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like footwork was terrible. The, mm-hmm. Just the quality of the fight was terrible. It was like just back then. It was more just slugging it yeah, out really yeah where it's so clean now you get guys coming in for their first fight and you're like what yeah they look like they've had four bouts yeah, or yeah. Fucking just yeah. so clean and switched it. on and yeah. and yeah i think i was talking about this in my gym today actually the direction that we're all pushing now for more uh, muay thai fights for first timers you know rather than going that stupid rule you know five mod thai fights before you can fight yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah. today we did a clinching class in gym in our gym right and I said, um, you know, the first thing I taught him was just the entries to the clinch. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't ever do this. You know, yeah. reach out with two hands to go for the clinch. I said, because you're going to get your fucking head elbowed off, you know. And I said, and then I went into talking about mod tie. And I said, I think it's a ridiculous rule because it creates bad habits. Mm. Yeah. These guys just reach out for the clinch like this because yeah. they don't have to worry about elbows. Yeah. And they get used to doing it. Yeah. And it makes for sloppy fights for yeah. one because they just hang on and hang on, yeah. just fucking... You can, you can get away with it. Yeah, but then when you go to shows like Pride and Barossa, where it's all full tie, you got guys coming out for their first fights, and they're actually more, they stay at range more because just, of the elbows. And even it just looks clean. Exactly. It looks smooth, and no one's getting tangled up. Yep. It's so clean. They're not just hanging on to each other because you can't, you get elbowed. Yep. Like they've got, they're actually jo- like jockeying for position, and they're not clinching for quite as long as they're you know looking for elbows. And yeah, it makes for much cleaner technical fights 100% you just got all these fucking morons that think elbows because they cut you it's like oh don't elbow each other shut up yeah (laughs) put on elbow pads for your first yeah exactly or don't do a combat sport yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I don't know what you think yeah yeah but yeah I I mean I've had this argument with people so many times about the, the amount of times over the years I've had people go why do you want to do that why do you want to get hit I'm like I fucking prefer to fight someone to play a game of footy Wow. Yeah, that's what I always say. You, you know, you don't playing footy. You got stand there going to mark the ball. You don't know what's coming behind. Yeah. coming See, behind you. You know. So going back to um, bringing our families into fights. My dad's never been to one of my fights. He's never watched me because he just he he never agreed with it when I started. He he got on board. But yeah. He still wouldn't come watch. 
Um, and he, I've had arguments with him where he's gone, you know, why would you want to get in there and try and intentionally hurt someone, have them try and intentionally hurt you? And I said, people get hurt playing football all the time, Dad. Yep. And yep. he goes, oh, but they're not intentionally guys. Like, you haven't fucking played country <laughs> footy, <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's definitely. dudes. I know guys that used to play footy just for that, yeah. just yeah. to go out there and try and take someone out, yeah. you know, and start fights. And usually they're fucking heaps bigger than everyone yeah. else. And they're running. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And it's yeah. all, it's, you don't expect it. It's all coming from different angles. Yep. It's not coming from front on. You're not yeah. tensed, ready. Yeah, I mean, in, in my fights, I've had, I've been stopped a couple of times, TKO, but even in training and in fights, I've never been knocked out cold. Mm-hmm. Never. And the only, one of the only times I ever had was playing footy. And I was chasing a guy and a ruckman come from the side. And I was a little guy back mm. then. And just <laughs> no weight categories. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Just whack. I was gone, like just unconscious yeah. on the ground. He just cleaned me up. I didn't even see him coming. In, the, in Muay Thai, it's a fair fight. Like you're yeah. matched up With someone. to be a fair yeah. fight. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully. Good, good, yeah. good ref yep. standing right there. Good ref makes it so safe. Yep. You know? mm-hmm. And hopefully the promoter has made it a fair fight. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you'd hope so. Yeah, yeah. Theoretically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of those mismatches going on. Actually, I remember I remember the, the day I decided to let her train because she'd been hassling us to, to train more time. I was just thinking, oh, I don't know, you know. They thought it was just a phase I, or something. I just, or... Yeah, I don't know. Dangerous sport, even yeah. though I'm a coach. But I, I t- took her for horse riding lessons oh. and I was sitting in the car watching her and the, the person taking her for lessons and they were get, getting the horses ready. And the horse next to the one they were grabbing for the lesson kicked and I happened to take a photo at the time. And it kicked, and it, the hoof missed her head by about Ooh. I don't know by about ten inches, yeah. and it was that moment I thought, yeah, no, maybe Muay Thai isn't so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather her in a gym than with a horse kicking her in the yeah, head. But my yeah. mum has ridden horses for like ever since she was yep. a kid, and yeah, she's she's had a couple of accidents where she's come off, and she's, thankfully she hasn't been stomped on or kicked, yep. but she's got yep. messed up from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah. So I hear it all the time about like, why would you want to do that? Oh, you you hurt, you, you hit people? Really, yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or dirt bikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've seen some horrific injuries from dirt bikes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, riding dirt bikes is crazy. <laughs> we, we're laughing because Tully's boyfriend, Daniel, fell off one of our dirt bikes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Probably hurt more than he had, ever did in a Muay Thai. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. I get uh, the comment, oh, you don't look like a fighter because you're like, you know, broken or, you know, you haven't got scars in your face. And I'm like, that's because I don't get hit, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's because I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the point of hitting, don't get hit, you know. Don't block with your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, I get that a lot. And I'm just like, shut up, man. Like, as if I'm going to, that's the whole point. You don't want to get your face splattered. Mm. I mean, obviously, there's some sickos out there that love throwing down and just getting. Yeah, get smashed, but you don't want to be like that. You don't want to be slurring your speech by yeah. the time you <laughs> punch drunk. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that we try and we try and the the one thing I focus on the most with our guys is defense. Yeah, yeah, always defense. I won't put anyone in a fight if I'm not happy with how they are defensively inspiring. If they're still getting hit clean all the time, it's like no, nah, I'm not going to put yeah. you in a fight because I don't want to be. You know, watching you get knocked out. I mean, obviously, it's going to happen. Good, yeah. Like you see, you know, it's just yeah. fights. It's yeah. the nature of the beast. But you want to do everything you can to make sure it yeah. doesn't. Risk management. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because I have seen other trainers put fighters in. And you're like, oh, 
Jesus Christ. You know, yeah. like you're watching them just with an open guard, like yeah. just head up in the air. And Getting like, flip top oh. head. It's basically just hope and pray. You're just, <laughs> and you're just waiting for that Swing one shot. Yeah. You know, yeah. just waiting for that one shot to land. It's and just who's going to get it first. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> ever want any of my guys to be in a fight where I'm like waiting for that one shot to yeah. fucking put them out. So you dangerous. Know? Yeah, it's just... you. Especially at an amateur level. Mm. Like, these guys got jobs to fucking go to and, yep. and families and shit. Like, we're not getting paid $100,000 to do it, you know. Yeah. It's we're a different story. Get, we're lucky yeah. to get 100 yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Save it for when you're a pro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and obviously in this day and age, because there's so much more um, research and stuff coming out about CTE and, and concussions and yeah. and all the rest of it, like... We haven't. We the only person we've actually had a scare with is Kristen. She's had three concussions. Yeah. Um, two inspiring and one from her fight, Rachel. Yeah. She got clocked with an elbow and ended up with a pretty bad concussion. And they they're the bad concussions because they were the delayed like onset yeah. concussions. Yeah. So on the night of the fight, she's fine, but then the next day yeah. it's like no good. Yeah. She's like real sleepy, can't, is not really with it, you know. And yeah, it's pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah, being scary. being aware of it's the, the the best thing or the you know the important thing to yeah, actually be aware of it. You know, yeah, like, that's like you said, tw- like twenty years ago, we probably would have just said, "Oh well, you know, yeah. toughen up or laugh." Exactly, it, and even seeing yeah. it in the gym, you know, like because I've sparred with people and been and got, I know I've been concussed. Now that I know what a concussion is, and yeah. I've continued sparring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one incident in particular, I remember I was sparring Lex Hanegraaff when he was like two weeks out from fighting Charlie Chow. And I was not in very good shape. Yeah. And first round with him, we're sort of moving, and he threw a head kick, and my hand was down that duck, oh. and it was like a heat, like a few people in the gym stopped because it was like whack, like wrapped yeah. around my jaw, and it didn't knock me out, but I went like bang, lifted my head up, and he's like, "You're right," and I was like, "Yeah." And then my legs wobbled a bit, oh. and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna get." I think I sat out for a round or two, but then Kev was like, "Oh, you've come all this way." Yeah. Because we all went all the way down to Southside. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just got, and I did like another three rounds with Lex and just got fucking pummeled because like, now that I know what a concussion is, I can recognize that I was 100% concussed because yeah. I'm sparring with other guys and I'm seeing shots coming and it's just like, I'm not moving. Yeah. You know, you, it's like you lose a link between your brain yeah. and your yep. body and you're just like on autopilot yeah. and you can't, and I was just getting tagged and getting smacked around. It's like fucking getting brain damage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's the important thing is the, um, not to get the follow up. Yeah, the follow-up blows. Shots, they're the ones they're the that ones do the that, damage. And yeah. that's the argument that um, mixed martial artists make. Um, in Because mixed martial arts obviously looks brutal. When a guy gets hit, rocked, and then gets hit a couple more times and gets yeah. shut out, that looks really bad, to, especially to the general public. That looks horrible. But a boxer that's had like five, eight counts in one fight yep. and keeps getting sent back mm. out to get pummeled in the head, they reckon that can you know often lead yeah. to a much worse yeah. brain injuries. Yeah, and... I myself, that's why I don't like four mans or eight mans, or because yeah. I think that lends itself yeah. to it to it more. You know, credit, credit to the people who pull out because they 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 admit they've got a concussion. Yep. It's, it's just not worth it. Yeah, I mean, even my guys in the gym, um, if we're sparring and one of them does, because I mean, it happens in sparring. Even if yep. you're not sparring hard, yep. sometimes you just time a good shot and yep. it rocks someone. The guy that gets rocked, I'll be like, go sit down, yep. like, go sit this round out. And if I'm still not really happy with how they look, I'm just like, no, don't, you know, no more sparring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No more sparring. Like, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's fucking not worth it. Just, like, what are you trying to prove? Trying, like, you can spar with people in your gym? Like, who yeah. cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There'll be more chances. I, yeah. I, I generally don't let 
a fighter spar for two weeks after a fight, no matter no matter what. I mean, yeah. of course, of course, if the um, if the officials have said you got to take twenty eight days off, yeah, you got yeah. to do it. But even if even if they haven't got a concussion, if especially if it was a war, I just they don't need to spar for two nah. weeks. It's just they've had their they've had their little their little action. You yeah, know, yeah. you can take two weeks off. There's a reason why the the one generation of people have been who've been doing it for hundreds of years the ties mm-hmm. don't beat the piss out of each other yeah, in the gym exactly mm. you know, yeah. there's a reason yeah. for that yeah you know yeah. they've obviously cottoned onto it a long time <laughs> yeah. like a long long time yeah. ago there's a reason why they don't do it. and that's yeah. the reason why they have three four hundred fights and fight for yeah. so fucking long yeah. you know yeah yeah save the save save your fight for the fight yeah yeah, yeah i mean when we first opened gorilla we can all admit me luke and everyone that our sparring was out of control because I, I think that was because it's a new group of people mm-hmm. and everyone's trying to prove themselves to yep. everyone. So the first few weeks of sparring were like fighting, basically. We're all like <laughs> going at it with each other. And then we're, I was like, all right, <laughs> chill the fuck out. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's relax this shit because I don't want anyone to get knocked out or fucking... Because Luke like broke Sam's ribs. That's right. Me. Yeah, yeah. I rocked Luke with punches and I rocked Zach and like, yeah, it was just getting out of control and I was like, all right, we got to fucking calm this down a bit. Got so, to sort out the food chain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no one hurt me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you, were, you were quick to stop that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, but now, yeah, over the past couple of months, the sparring's gotten heaps better. Yeah. Way more technical, a lot less people getting hurt injured, you know, like... Yes, it's been way better. Yeah. I don't know about anyone else, but technical sparring I find is so much more beneficial yeah. anyway. Like, yeah. I just get so much more out of it. Yeah. I'm not worried about getting my head bashed and like trying to run away and save myself for, so yeah. I can train the next day. Yeah. I'm using my brain. I'm thinking. I'm getting that muscle memory. Yes, IQ and yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, fight IQ, still, 100%. Yeah. You still need a bit of pressure. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. You still have your sessions where you have a bit of pressure. That's always balance. Yeah. yeah. I always try and give my guys different looks whenever I'm sparring with them. So I'll spar one round with them where I don't let them off the hook, where mm-hmm. I just pressure them, but I'm not yeah. hitting them hard, just yeah. popping them, pop, pop, pop. And it's and that annoying. Like, yeah, yeah, just saying that, you know, they miss a kick and turn and I'm straight on them. Yeah, like, they just can't get a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and every time we separate from the clinch, I'm like straight back in their face. And then I'll play the, the next round with them where I, I don't come near them. And I just sit back and every time they move or flinch, I counter them or something. Mm. And they're like, fuck, you know? <laughs> it's like me versus you. I'm the one that just sits back and just waits for you to stuff up. And you're the one that's pressuring sure. and yeah, being, yeah. Being, being an annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, being yeah. Annoying. pop, pop, pop. Yep. My, my skill. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Annoying. Being annoying, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, and I think, yeah, giving them different looks all the time definitely helps people think about things a bit more and rather than just going and brawling yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know, changing your techniques up and... You know, I, I do a lot of guys, you know, switching stances and stuff with guys as well. Like, I'll spar with them one round when I'm totally southpaw, and the next I'm orthodox. Yeah, it prepares the them for round. whatever the, the yeah. their opponent's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You might be preparing for one opponent, and then all of a sudden... There's something you, else. Yeah. 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 The second guy you get I get a replacement. Fought, the second guy I fought was southpaw, and we didn't even know. Yeah. Until yeah. we went out there. Yeah. And I had trained with fuck all southpaws yeah. at that yep. point, because yep. I don't think there was any your gym was no, it no i can remember no. I, I avoid them <laughs> yeah and then yeah, we, <laughs> yeah 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 um we've got a couple in the yeah. gym yeah um but yeah i mean i, I teach both so i because mm. i learned both so yeah. me and kev started playing with both i didn't start playing with southport until oh shit i'd had a few fights already mm. but um 
Yeah, so I, I just learned both because I just wanted to learn something new. Yeah. And I've got pretty good at both now. So I teach both to our guys. And I, I find it's much easier to teach someone who's from day one than to teach a fighter that's been fighting in one stance for ages. Yeah. Um, teaching someone from day one, they pick it up like that. Mm. Like I've got uh, Ali and Tessa and all these guys that have come in and they've never trained with anyone else but me and Luke. And they just change stances, no worries, walk around South Poor Orthodox, like they don't find any drama. But then I've got guys like Carlin, who was a boxer, and he's just predominantly South Poor. He took a long time to adjust to Orthodox. Even Luke, Luke's only just started working with South Poor since he's been at Gorilla with me, and he's like finding it hard to adjust. The experienced guys find it harder, mm. but yeah, you guys definitely. pick it up, no, no yeah. worries. But yeah. it's good, it's, it's a good way to keep things fresh, and I think. If you can do it well, it works out yeah. really well. Yeah, yeah. I was being sarcastic. I just don't like holding pads. <laughs> for southpaws. Yeah, right? I, I think the fact that I do go southpaws so often, like when I hold pads with southpaws, yeah. I don't care. Like yeah. it's it's easy yeah. for me. Yeah, but only because I spar so often yeah. as a southpaw as well. Just it's, just it's, makes you think. It's just yeah. as bad trying to hit pads in southpaw because yeah. I still jab with my left. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So yeah. annoying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's funny when you get uh, students and you're like, they're in orthodox and you're like, yeah, jab cross. And they're like, jab cross. And then you go southpaw and you go jab cross and they still go. They're like throwing their cross with it. It's like, no, your cross is your back hand, mate. Uh, shit. Oh, well, that's like, shit, we've gone for like an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, that's longer than last time. Yeah, yeah. that was longer than yeah. last time. That was good. It's good. Oh, so hopefully, yeah, we get this. Uh, MTA day yeah development day would be good day and this um, yeah that box SA boxing thing holds together for you yeah mm-hmm. August 29th hopefully August 29th. so that's well, shit, that's only a couple of weeks pretty yeah. exciting matchup yeah. too yeah. So. yeah so now the next few weeks is just focus a bit more on the boxing rather yep. than the mixed training she's been doing yep Hopefully no pullouts and it all goes goes well. She's got an experience at this stage, without saying too much, she's got an experienced opponent. So her first boxing bout and other girls had quite a few. Yeah, okay. So hopefully it happens. We get a test. She should, should, should get a fight, mm. you know. Sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. And um, hopefully Diamondback. Yeah. Happen, so. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That would be cool. awesome. I, for that one... I really, really want to fight on that if it goes ahead. But, like, it wouldn't be the worst one to spectate. That'd be insane. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. I'm really interested to see, one, if it goes ahead, and, two, what it's going to be like when it does go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like how they're going to judge all yeah. the different ones and have different yeah. um, refs and stuff. Yeah. I'm excited. It's exciting. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Hopefully, I think when we do actually get back to fight shows, there's going to be, like, a whole new energy about them when we do come back because everyone's going to be so fucking excited to be back Um, like I'm actually I'm super excited for when it does come back I'm just fucking praying for the day when it does (laughs) good good point you you appreciate things when you you go without them and I feel like the quality is just going to go up another notch just once again everyone's going to be so much more prepared actually going back to what we were talking about before like training (laughs) balls to the wall all the time yeah having no fight shows we're just working technique yep. all the time. We're still yep. doing our heel sprints on the weekend to keep up a good level of fitness, and we still train at a reasonable level. We still do pads on Mondays, which is at a pretty high, like pretty reasonable level. But we're not like just you know, training, yeah, yeah, training yeah, get, hard, and yep. we're doing heaps of technical stuff. And you can see it like last Friday, 
um, a few of the guys from our core group that come all the time, like Ali, Izzy, Nicole, Tessa, and myself, um, we're all sparring. And I was taking a round off every now and then and watching, and you can just see it. Like their mm. footwork's heaps cleaner, their yeah. techniques, their combinations are heaps better. So I'm like excited for when we do get back because I reckon it's going to be really Yeah, good. yeah. Hopefully everyone's doing the same. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Hopefully people just haven't just gotten disheartened and just gone, oh, there's no flight shows, I can't be bothered, you know. But I think there's a lot people are smarter than that. You yeah. hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do we? Yeah, I don't know. Bit of both. Uh, also, yeah. talking about boxing, shout out to North Central um, Boxing Club in Capunda. Anyone yeah. in the Barossa region wants to try boxing? North Central in Capunda. Yeah. Great boxing gym. My old hometown. Yeah. Got a boxing gym in it now. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. right? Yeah. We, leave, we take Muay Thai away and then boxing yeah. comes yep. in. Yeah. yeah. It's good setup. Good, yeah, yeah. good trainers, good vibe. Another good gym. We're so lucky. We've obviously got our own Brossa Muay Thai. We're doing some work at Element Jiu-Jitsu, great gym, yep. and then North Central Boxing. Yep. So so lucky. And all in the Brossa. Yep. And then we've got Gorilla Fight Club down here. And yep. how lucky are we these days? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yep. Yeah, like, like we were talking about earlier, back then it was just like me and Kev and then you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. If I had this when I was 18, maybe I wouldn't have been such a little dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going all right. I haven't turned into that yet. Yeah, yeah well, I think uh, it definitely did that for me. Um, Strained I, you out. Yeah, I was, I was hanging around with some... Yeah, I don't know why. Characters. It's, yeah. it's, an, it's an energy you got when you're a teenager. You need to release it somehow. Yeah. And, and I, I, I got into Muay Thai right at the right time, I think. Like, yeah. I mean, I was into it before then anyway, but I didn't start taking it seriously until I was about 17, 18. And that's when I needed it. Because yeah. that's when I was starting to get in... Well, the guys I was friends with were getting involved with some rough stuff. But, yeah. So it sort of pulled me away from that. Yep. Yeah. Which is good. All right. Well, we'll sign this one off. Thanks, each Patty. No worries. Cheers. Thanks for coming to take two. Hope yep. it turned out really good. Pity Zach didn't turn up. Oh, okay. I'm not disappointed. Actually, it's a shame Luke couldn't be here too because of the history of. Yeah, um, that's right. We've got plenty to talk about. Known him for oh, a long well, time. But we'll do another episode. Part three, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, sure. and, and can I do another shout out to yeah, yeah. our team manager, Mandy, my wife, yeah. <laughs> Talia's mum. Um, mama. Also, yeah. also um, one of the best judges of Muay Thai in SA. Oh, listen to the suck up here. He's earned some browning points. Can you tell it's her birthday coming up soon? Ah, <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, shout out to Mandy. Love you, Mandy. All right, we'll sign this one off. Peace out. Cheers. So there you have it. Episode 14, Family with Josh and Talia Greats from Barossa Muay Thai. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to that one just as much as I did sitting down and chatting with those guys. It was a really fun episode to do. Um, keep your eye out on all local fight shows coming up. I'm sure you'll see Talia popping up all over the place once shows come back after all this corona stuff disappears. Um, you can keep up to date with all of our goings-on, all our future episodes and past episodes on our social media, we've got a Facebook page and an Instagram, Gorilla Cast, all one word, G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A-Cast. You can find all our episodes on SoundCloud and CastBox. Same again, just search Gorilla Cast, all one word. Hopefully catch you guys with a new episode in a couple of weeks' time. Cheers.